It's the Cigarette Sandwich Sketch Comedy Podcast. Let's mix things up this week and start with a sketch comedy thing that's actually a song. This is a song I wrote called My Body. Things were getting pretty hot and heavy We were doing oral, but it was ramping up We opened the wine We poured the wine We drank the wine And while we fucked, I died And now I'm a ghost Watching you make love to my corpse But you don't know yet that I passed away I want to warn you But my otherworldly wailing Can't be heard by humans You're fucking my dead body Indescribably hard Do you remember our second date? When we discussed our mutual atheism well, We were wrong the soul lives on, but not for dogs. And wizards are real, and I know all this because now I'm a ghost. Watching you make love to my corpse, but you don't know yet that I passed away. And the spirits of the ancients, who have knowledge beyond all knowledge, are around me now, and they're pointing at you, gobbling my dead body's balls. And just about as you're just about to climax You notice something's wrong The distant sound of cackling can be heard From some long-forgotten nexus Where a warlock scries a portal So that he can see your face As you begin to realize That I'm a ghost Watching you love to my corpse Why aren't you stopping now that you know that I passed away You should be calling a fucking ambulance or at least you should be stopping You gonna seem like you are liking it even more now that you know that I'm a ghost Watching you make love to my corpse And to be honest it's kinda getting me turned on now I'm shooting loads out of my ghostly boner And my loads are ghosts When you're a ghost it turns out you're calm as other ghosts I just became a ghost, yeah and Now I just became a ghost, yeah I just became a ghost, yeah And I just became a ghost, yeah I just became a ghost and oh no I just came a ghost and oh yeah, I just became a ghost, but oh no, I just came a ghost, now I'm a ghost. Oh. 
Ho, baby, we are back. Welcome to the Cigarette Sandwich Podcast. I am Case Blackwell, but right in front of me is... Andy Bolduck. To Andy's left, it's Bill Stern. To Bill's immediate left, it is me, Claire Favret. We are extra back because we have an extra person. And as a special treat, they're coming all the way from not Chicago. Oh my god. The power of the internet has brought us Instagram celebrity, the star kid himself, uh, John Madison. John, thank you so much for being here. Hey, I'm a big fan of the podcast, of the pod, so good to be good to be on. You hear that, <laughs> haters? We have a fucking fan. I really uh, appreciate your sketch comedy. Thanks, John. Uh, John and I have well, known each other for years. He's known the whole crew crew a little bit. He might know me best because we did a, a Second City boat together where we did fucking sketch together. Uh, before I did one with Bill, I did it with John. Uh, and he used to live in Chicago, but now has blasted all the way over to L.A to get so fucking famous it is nice it's very nice here i do smile <laughs> i've noticed i've noticed i smile a lot more here yeah i knew you'd get fucking fake once you moved out there. <laughs> no. can, you, uh, can you confirm something for me i've heard rumors la is uh, a bit warmer than chicago is that right <laughs> um, just... yeah there's been a lot of like talk about this and i'm glad i can finally set the record straight yeah it is a little bit warmer in chicago Right now in Chicago, it's about uh, a breezy 50, 60 degrees. No. no, it's like 30 or 28. Is it? Oh, in yes. L.A., I mean. In oh. L.A., it's... <laughs> In L.A., it is uh, a breezy 50, 60 degrees. Really quickly. You said, I'm so excited that I could come clear this up. And then you proceeded to muddy the waters. Yeah, I really Someone did. Someone is going to die in Chicago because you gave them. They're going to take that <laughs> oh, as the no. temperature. <laughs> they're going to walk outside oh, no, with like a fall please, jacket. Please, I well, hope you didn't pause the podcast as soon as I said. <laughs> but look, if you, if you want the cliff notes of who John Madison is. Great guy. He lived in Chicago for years doing sketch comedy improv. A very funny man. Uh, he's <laughs> He moved to L.A. Uh, recently. He also went there a little before he moved uh, to do a show with Star Kid called The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals. John, anything else you want to tell us about yourself? Or just how things are going over there in L.A.? Yeah, okay. Uh, I got like a, an agent, a commercial agent and manager out here. Uh, I auditioned for a voiceover division of my agency and I got rejected. But they suggested a class and they were very nice. And so I'm going to take that class and then go back to them. Um, Maybe they'll hear this. Maybe you should send them, when yeah. this is released, you should send them this because of how good it is. Yeah. Okay. Right? I could do that. Yeah. And if they um, ask you, who's that teenager and what does he have caught in his throat? Tell them. Yeah, I'm that's a really Case Blackwell. Actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and LA is massive. Let's like, I'm, I'm sure all of you guys have visited it. It feels like it's six Chicago's. In, in Chicago, it feels like you would, you would visit like six different places. If you were to mm -hmm. Uber somewhere, but in mm -hmm. LA, it feels like there's 35 places that you could. Yeah, mm. it's just it's just massive. It's what it's are the really six waving. places in Chicago you would Uber to, John? Well, you go to the Cheesecake Factory, sure. and then you the cheese uh, Uber up to the Cubs uh, Stadium. The Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> the Stands Donuts, uh, Wrigley Field, <laughs> baby, go Cubs. Uh, the old I O Chicago, so now it's only five. Uh, the Annoyance <laughs> represent um, my house. In Logan hey. Square. So those six places. So now name the 35 in L.A. And also, <laughs> okay. uh, also that math does not check out. Six? Yeah. 35 divided by six. Do you want it to be 36 places? Yeah. Yes. So that is John. Uh, that is L.A. You know, I know everything about L.A. and John and Chicago. Uh, what an informative podcast. All right. But here's the thing. Here at the podcast, we pitch sketches because if you want to do a sketch at some points, you got to pitch the sketch. So we are going to do that now. But because we have this incredible celebrity guest star, John Madison, That's not, uh, not we are going to be pitching our sketches directly to John's fucking brain. Uh, and he will do all the, all the sketch math and decide which one is most worth doing. 
Okay. Can I also say right now, it's important for anyone listening to know that I'm currently looking at a phone, looking up Case Blackwell's nostrils, and that's how I always look at Case. So it's, it's very realistic. <laughs> it's a horrifying angle that I realize a lot of people see me from, which is about like a foot below me because I'm reasonably yeah. tall. And I am yeah. much worse looking than I thought looking in a mirror. Ooh, slightly off topic, but I had to take a picture for The Onion today where basically I just, my butt looks way different than I thought it did. And it's really <laughs> Your butt looked different? <laughs> what? <laughs> they need a picture of someone being carried over someone's shoulder like a sack of potatoes. So I bent over a chair. So I was just basically getting the bent over. So I already no dignity. But it's just like a really unflattering. It's My butt is wide and flat Whoa. is what I learned Come today. On. No, no that's Listen. True. That sounds like that could be good though. Yeah, all those songs like, about wide flat butts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Turn it over, let me see a poster size flat butt. <laughs> Isn't that a little Bill sketch? Not to pitch not to pooch you if you're trying to pitch this shit, but didn't you have a song where you sing about how wide and flat butts are? No. Oh no, is that not you? That I'm not hoping me. that this man edited this image. Because well, this is insane. That's really Oh, oh that's okay. not wide. Butt looks fine. Fine. I mean I it don't doesn't you... look wide and flat, it looks sort of dumpy. <laughs> Can yeah. I just say, um, it looks long. I, I've, I've got a great butt. <laughs> Actually, my uh, girlfriend once did tell me after seeing John in a solo show that he had a surprisingly great butt and that she found it a little disturbing thinking of John having a great butt. What is a good butt supposed to look like? Is it like a, a box with sharp angles to it? <laughs> Opposite <laughs> of this. How, how should a good butt look? It should look like a early yeah, 90s but... CGI, just a bunch of kind <laughs> of cubes. <laughs> It looked like that uh, MTV video, the like where that's like the bad boxy early yeah. CGI well, character. Because somebody told me that my ass recently, mm. I don't think I have a particularly big ass. They told me it didn't have enough of a shelf to it. Oh sure. Well, that's a high. It blends standard. into your back. Guys, fact about me: I got a huge lady ass. Case has a huge <laughs> ass. Case has a huge shelf. I've always yeah. said that about him. What? Picture the butt of like a zesty big woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my butt. Yes, she's yeah, very can... zesty. Can I say one other thing? Because we're totally off the rails. Yeah, um, say my bad, my bad, one hundred percent. No, um, first of all, that's so cool that you work in the Onion. So the only, I, I, I think, well, I did two things with the Onion back. I don't know, several years ago. But one thing I did was the most embarrassing commercial i've ever done in my life which was for four loco oh onion lab and onion labs project and onion labs yes for Lo- selfie town four loco and i like hold a four loco can up to a camera and all i could think of was like i played hamlet once and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> every actress thought oh bill's not impressed bill's played hamlet so many times no i'm like where did you play hamlet <laughs> Bill <laughs> um, only cares if, it, if you if you strawed the boards at the globe. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, a small theater. It was with, with this theater company that I was in called Rediscover Theater, and it was a actually it's uh, the public house theater. It's what the theater was before the public house. Interesting. Bill is making a face <laughs> like he's he's not rolling his eyes, but his face is rolling. <laughs> his okay, well, I mean, here's my sketch eyes. pitch. That looks really impressive and supportive, so. I mean, my sketch <laughs> pitch is we have a Hamlet off, so. <laughs> oh, my God. I think a sketch could literally just be Bill doing Hamlet. I really want to. <laughs> Wait, I mean, where... <laughs> I can, I've got some monologues I can whip out of my ass. I'll, uh, yeah. Ooh, guy who whips monologues out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> They got so sidetracked they didn't even pitch sketchies. So here's one anyway, for your hungry body pits. Things you do, like sweet 
everyone. Welcome to the John Wilkes Booth School of Acting, Level 1. I really appreciate everyone for investing their time and their heart into the work. You may know me, John Wilkes Booth. I've been acting for 25 years now. You might have seen me in The Robbers, Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet, of course. And I'd really like to just like to dive in. Um, uh, excuse me, I have a question. Yes, uh, what's your name? Todd. Todd. I like to learn everybody's names. Yeah, um, you were in, uh, you said you were in Hamlet. I was. I played the titular role. Yeah, and didn't you also kill the president of the United States of America? You assassinated him. <laughs> okay, everyone, let's get this out into the open. Yes, I, I killed the president, but it's more important is not what we did, but what we're going to do. And I know all of you are going to do really great things after the five levels of my class. So. Okay, so just to be clear, though, you did assassinate Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln, our president. Some people's president, yes. That's not that's not important. Um, I think some of you were given scenes before. Um, Aren't you dead? Didn't you die after killing the president? Uh, yes, I did die. I did die after killing the president. But uh, that's not important. Let's focus on, on our scenes. We have a very limited amount of time here, and I really want to dive in. You know, speaking of which, let's all shake out, shake out our jaws. Everybody grab the lower half of your jaw. Semper Tyrannus. Sick Semper Tyrannus. Sick Semper Tyrannus. Semper. Yeah, yeah. Enunciate. Now, can I ask a question? I have a question about two person scenes. Yes, are you going to be asking a question about the, the scene from Romeo and Juliet that you and Guinevere are going to be uh, doing today? Yeah, it's in the chamber room. It's getting sort of intense between us. Mm-hmm. And, I'm the um, chamber. Well, no, but go ahead. You know, tempers are flaring. Yes. I'm just wondering. At what point should I take out my pistol and shoot her in the back of the head with my actual pistol? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, Todd, that doesn't happen in the play at all. I think you- that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I loved it when you did that. Yeah, we love that. Kind of going off of that question, yes. sir. Yes. Um, I know we're going to be having like a student performance at the end of the class. Yes, ma'am. How many of the people that I bring should I plan to be killing at the end of the night? Should we not kill them if they're not the president? Oh, good question. What if they're... I just want to be a good actor like you. I want everyone to take a minute and everyone close your eyes, okay? Everyone Mm -hmm. close your eyes. All right, and I want you to clear your mind of any preconceived notions you have of me killing the president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, and then dying soon after. And let's focus on... Everyone take a deep breath in. And then an audible <gasps> breath out. Ha! Oh, oh, my God. Kill the president. Okay, good, good, good. Now, everybody on their feet. Now, let's circle up. How does everybody feel? One by one. I don't want to turn my back to you. I think part of this is on me. I'm- I do have a scene. You do have a scene. What's your name? Charles Dubuque. Oh, Okay, Charles. Actor of stage and screen. Everyone give Charles your attention. Share focus and give it to Charles. This is from the stage adaptation of Of Mice and Men from the final scene. Now that is, when did that come out? Mid-30s. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Anyway, this is the scene where George shoots Abraham Lincoln in the back <laughs> of the head. To put him out of his misery. Uh, I think we need to take a break. Um, we have not done any acting. Wait a minute here. I'm sorry I'm late to this class. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's this? I'm Lee Harvey Oswald. I think you're in the wrong class. Hey, I got a question about acting. When you kill someone, are you sure that you did it? Okay, all right, everyone. All right, that is everyone. a good acting question. That is not an acting question. I think this so this has really gone off. I have a question, actually. Uh, yes, uh, Todd. It's about the stage directions. Yes. Yeah, so if you're standing in the balcony... Uh, 
and your gun is drawn and you've got it up against the president's head is your hand on facing stage left or stage right oh my god i just want to get my gun and kill all of you uh oh this is pretty i'm taking notes i have a question Oh, yes, I didn't see this. We're some big class. Who is that in the back? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a real little guy. Oh, he's very little. I'm not surprised you didn't see me. I'm the littlest actor in New York City. What's what's your name, sir? Little little man. Teeny Bean. Teeny Bean. Is that your first name? Doesn't matter. Wait, were you in Wicked? I was in Wicked. I, I hid inside of Adina Menzel's pockets. That's good experience. That's pretty good experience. Pretty nice. Awesome. Very cool. Down. It was great experience. Teeny, did you have a question? Oh, yes. Do you think that every actor needs a website? Uh, what is a website? I have one more question. Oh, yeah, why not? What is it? My name is President Abraham Lincoln. (gasps) And I've been hiding behind this curtain listening to this acting class. Abraham Lincoln. That's why that top hat was floating above the curtain. And frankly, I am disgusted at the treatment of John Wilkes Booth here. What? This man is exploring his passion as an actor. He is pursuing his American dream and vision. And every one of us has the right to pursue their dream and define their own destiny. Wow. Very cool. I agree. And I feel like I need to sit down and lecture you students on how to explore your passion in a respectful way. I'd like to apologize to everyone. (laughs) I brought my ghost gun. Wow. Oh, acting. Hello, everyone. A little editor's note from me, Case Blackwell. Uh, If you listen to the podcast regularly, you might notice this is coming out on a Thursday, or maybe you didn't, and this is pointless. Uh, But just a little heads up, we are going to be releasing these things on Thursday instead of Wednesday going forward. Uh, We actually tend to record on Tuesday, so that will just give me an extra day to, you know, get all those diarrhea and blood sound effects our podcast. So desperately needs uh, but let's get back to us talking to john and uh, actually getting around to pitching sketches here they are i feel like we should get down to uh you know the the really really you know mm-hmm. pure pure colombian sketch pitch mm-hmm. uh so okay how about this uh a guy says that he's done hamlet when he's only done it at a theater that is like a tiny little theater that no one has heard of. Damn. Guys, side bro. note, come check out our midnight free show <laughs> at the Annoyance. Huh. Okay, you know what? I actually No, 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 no. that's pitch. a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, I get to pick, right? <laughs> no, 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 I okay. get to pick, right? Okay. My pitch is going to get shredded and I deserve it. Okay, here's my pitch. This is uh, advanced Google Directions, so it's an option you can turn on in your Google Directions. Right, so normally it's like you know, in 200 miles, turn mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. But in the advanced Google directions, the directions happen right before they're supposed to, so you have to be really good at driving. And as the sketch ramps up, it becomes like jump two lanes left and then swerve wildly, mm-hmm. and then it becomes like turn the wheel 180 degrees and pull the e brake, escape <laughs> the cops, and then it's like very clear that you Google has turned you into a getaway driver and so it's like stop at the bank leave the engine running and then some guys jump in and you know I like this pitch because it's I do think that's a good pitch but also it's so clearly just Bill's fantasy of driving <laughs> 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 Bill's car's fantasies come to life yeah I someone told me like what the premise was for baby driver one time and I was like whoa how did I miss this movie wow. and then I saw it and then I hated it but yeah. but it should have been the movie 
movie for me. Mu- music plus cars. Yeah. Bill mm-hmm. like music, Bill like cars. Bill like movie. Mu- Bill like music, with- Bill like cars. Does Bill like Fast and the Furious? Bill loves Fast and Furious. <laughs> Bill saw original Fast and Furious before it was released. By starting and joining a fake car club to get a shit ton of free passes. Oh my god. Like, okay. All right, John. Give us. Uh, I often throw out arbitrary grades for sketches on this. If you're a fan of the pod, you probably heard me do it. Uh, give give Bill a high Wait, grade. Should we go through them all? Well, I just want to get him to grade Bill's sketch for fun. If ten Maseratis is good, <laughs> and one old beat up Cadillac is bad. Then I'm gonna give it like a, a 2004 Mustang hardtop. Okay, but how many of them? Just one or what? Um, eight okay. 2004 Ooh, Mustangs. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna hit you with a pitch. So it's, it's the movie Scream. Essentially, the beginning of the movie Scream. Drew Barrymore is in the house. She, uh, she's making popcorn. She gets a call. Holy shit! It's the killer. Hey, Sydney, I'm gonna kill you. That scene. Uh, so she answers the phone, and, and the guy's like, hey, Sydney, what are you doing? I can see you making popcorn. She's like, oh, my God, are you a killer? Uh, and he's like, yeah, and I'm going to fucking kill you. And she's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I'm a killer, too. I, I'm watching someone right now that I'm going to kill. And then they have a conversation because they have a common interest, and mm-hmm. it's very charming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, wait, she's watching someone else? Or it turns out that she's watching them. It turns out she's watching the guy who's calling her on a drone, and she's been following him around with her drone because she's going to kill him. Uh, and he's been watching her because he wants to kill her. Um, but then, you know, romance and murder is in the air. Okay, how many I, cars? I give it 9 out of 10 screams. <gasps> each, each one is going to have a different rating scale. John, we, this is impossible for us to tell which one is better, though. If you use a totally different rating system, we're not going to be able to compare them out I'm the guest. accurately. I'm the guest, so <laughs> He's the guest. I'm the guest. Okay, well, great. I'm just saying you're fucking us, by because I don't know how to compare Screams to Maseratis. This is very... Why would you fucking <laughs> well, do he that? Did tell us that? He did tell us that eight uh, V6 Mustangs was an 80. So nine Screams out of ten, I don't 90. know. What do you think? It was 90. Okay. 90. Okay. How many so, times... Sometimes the most obvious answer is the correct answer. How many times do you scream when you're in a Maserati. That's your conversion rate. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think that puts me in the lead, but John can upset the whole thing at the end and not pick his favorite. It's entirely up to his discretion. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Who else has a pitch for John? I could pitch. All yes. right. You pitch away. Yeah. This is my second drug commercial pitch. <laughs> Perfect. This is like a commercial where they bully, maybe even the drug is like called bully troll. Okay, not that, but like a name. <laughs> but it goes like this. Fatigued. Joint pain? You could be experiencing being a little bitch, you pathetic excuse for a mom. Stand inside and hold your sweater while your family grills. One more time, I fucking dare you. Anyways, it's just yelling at the people in the commercial um, for being little bitches who can't participate in life because of psoriasis or something. <laughs> so there's no drug, it's just beratement by the announcer. It might, it could either be no drug or it could be like, you need to try bullying, but like turn it into a drug, you know, like <laughs> bully butin. Bully thrall. Yeah, and not yeah. to undercut my own skin thing but i think it would be funny visually like if it's like actual footage from a drug commercial but the voiceover is mean it's like you're a bad grandpa you can't even play with your own grandkids today because of your little knees yeah. why don't you fucking man up didn't you fight in vietnam anyways yeah, that's I how you were the I best generation really like, yeah. this is the best you can do yeah uh-huh. so it would be being mean all right john hit us with a grade again by your own rules it's got to be a different system mm-hmm. um if uh 10 decrepit grandpas that I never met 
are a t- a Zet's 10, uh, then I'm going to give it nine decrepit grandfathers that I've never met in person. Out of? Out of 10. Out of 10. Maseratis. Oh, okay. So that's probably, probably an idea. <laughs> probably an idea. <laughs> it's about an idea, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> that, about, about. that leaves nine of the Maseratis with the grandpa driving them. Damn. Okay. So I'm going to put it to John to see what John wants to hear. John, do you want uh, accurate, like uh, something that is like a sketch that has legs, like I could see how you would take it out several beats, or do you want something that I think is more funny as a set of words to say to you right now, but (laughs) I do not have a great idea for how this would be a sketch lasting past the length of reading a tweet? Whatever you think is is funnier right now. Funnier right now? Okay, I think that this is more fun for me right now. Here's my pitch. Uh, the John Wilkes Booth School of Performing Arts. Um, I don't know how to do it as a sketch. The only thing I think is just a class where you shoot someone in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he really runs them through like the process. He's like, all right, you're going to need to work yourself up into an intense state of rage, descending into a state of panic and dread at what you must do. Like that kind of thing. Like he's just describing how he felt before he he killed Lincoln in every class, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just shoots all of his students in the back of the head, right? <laughs> Presumably, if they don't, you know, if they uh, are or on no, the I, wrong side of the Civil War, maybe. I, 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 Alternatively, I guess... he's just a legitimate acting teacher, but he's only getting questions about how he killed Lincoln. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I, I I don't think... want to talk about that, guys. <laughs> I know I... I'm the guy who killed the president, <laughs> but I'm also a really great theater performer. <laughs> And I'd like to focus on that. I guess also the students would be the ones shooting Him someone head. else in the back of the head. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he's doing a workshop. He would probably do an example. Got it. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, you don't need to say anything more. If Mary Todd Lincoln is a one and John Wilkes Booth is a ten, I'd give it ten John Wilkes Booths. So oh, a fuck. thousand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, that would be a hundred. Um, wow. No, no, so it's really good. I, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, hundred. I think mine is the oh, best. Oh, that was wrong, man. <laughs> Dang, I fell right into I've that trap. Bill's brain work. Ten times ten. Ten is a hundred. Is a hundred. Wait, I want to. You do know, Hamlet would have known how to calculate that. All right, Andy's gonna. Probably. Andy's gonna fuck with our usual system of one each, and he wants to do one. Okay, I want to do one more because this is another one. This is sort of like this is like the forest floor is thick with brush. And there's going to be a fire if you don't burn it all down. Okay, go. Um, It's not good. Okay. Masturbator and commander. (laughs) This is a reference to a movie. Master and commander? Commander? Master and commander from about 10 years ago. Oh, I thought it was a reference to... Lord of the Flies. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, really? <laughs> no, just any other movie. Uh, okay. Oh, I pushed your joke. I thought you were actually thinking of something. Yeah. Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Um, it's an ocean-faring, uh, Napoleonic-era epic. I do like Master and Commander if it's just Russell Crowe making a lot of puns. Master Bader and Commander. Master Bader and Commander. And Russell Crowe is coming also at the very end. Commander sounds like a really disgusting Pokemon. Commander! Uh, come, Mander, go! <laughs> come, Mander, come! Honestly, this that oh, fits Commander, pretty you're my best friend. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But instead of saying his name, he just makes intense eye contact. Low violins play. Okay, John, you heard all of the pitches. You now know the breadth of our sketch abilities. You've got to pick a sketch that was pitched. Uh, so, John, what is the winner? John Wilkes Booth. Damn, John Wilkes Booth. Are Wilkes you serious? <laughs> John oh, Wilco Booth. Yeah, that for sure is good. I won't live anyone else. I'll never be.
no way, incredible Rush Omen style storytelling, they already did the winning sketch. So here's a totally unrelated sketchy that's a courtroom TV show. Watching Court TV. Up next, Scandinavian Law, American English Edition, with Judge Bilt Erlander. All rise for the Honorable Judge Bilt Erlander. Hello, everyone, and welcome to me as well. But also, I've got to tell you about the show, the way it works. Before it was very successful in Scandinavia, but in America, it's got to be in English. So I'm going to try, and I'm going to win. Let's get to the first case. Will the plaintiff please approach his bench? Uh, yes, hello, my name is Lou Drought. I own the shop Smooth Lou's Creamy Cakes, and I sold a cake to the defendant that she did not pay for, even though she ate and took the cake. And is that correct? That is not correct. I was dissatisfied with the quality of the cake. I was told that it would be both smooth and creamy. It was neither of those, and so I declined to pay. Just because I finished it didn't mean I liked it or that it was creamy enough. All right, we've got to get to the bottom of the cake. What was the cake like? Not creamy enough. Do you have the cake here? No, I ate it. Can I not eat the cake? Uh, the cake no. is gone. No. Let's try to get me to eat the cake. That's an impossibility. The cake was eaten. I'd love to try. If you're game, let's get me eating the cake. Uh, the issue, again, is that she ate the cake and did not pay. And is that true? I didn't pay because I was dis- I'm ready to rule. Wait. What? As soon as I get some of that cake. I'll get, uh, there's no cake to give you. She ate the cake. I'm confused. Uh, yes, me as well. Uh, again. Let's start here. What is a cake? A treat. In Scandinavia, it's a fish. A cake? Yes, the silver cake caught off the coast of Scandinavia. Okay, um, just picture this. I sold her a fish, she ate the fish, and she did not pay for the fish. Oh no, that is not allowed. But sir, imagine this. It wasn't as good as you thought it would be, so why should you pay? Well, I'm out of imagination for you. You're lost the case. What? You're lost the case. That means I won the case. You're won the case. All right, thank you very much, sir. I will be countersuing. Impossible. All rise for the Honorable Judge Erlander. He left for a bit. Now he's coming back in, so you gotta rise again for him. Hello, and welcome to me, and also with all of you, you're here as well. Uh, hi, my name's John Drummond. Hello, John. I have, uh, I feel like a fairly cut and dry case. I write uh, song lyrics. I wrote a song for Pink. It's called Give It Up, Party Time, Here We Go. The woman to my right wrote a, a song of, with an extremely similar beat called Party Time, Here We Go, Let It Up. I feel that I'm owed damages for this uh, issue. Well, is it party time? I'm sorry? Is now the time for the party? I'm, uh... Okay, we've got to get it started. Do we? Uh, my name is Teresa Smith. Any similarity in the lyrics is purely coincidental. I feel like my lyrics are pretty specific. They're kind of rambling and pointless. And the fact that you would have the same rambling, pointless lyrics, to me, suggests you stole them. Qu quite to the contrary, Your Honor. These themes such as... Well, with the music, it's hard to say. The thing about the music is it comes in the ears. I agree with that. I certainly agree with yeah, that. All right. And you both have the music for the ears? I, we wrote a very similar song. It's hard to say, so we've got to look at the papers with the pictures to the music. Pa 
Oh, like our sh- our lyrics, our sheet music? George, I believe the papers uh, with the full lyrics are directly in front of you. All right. And what is that there? You're currently staring at your gavel. All right. And which one is this here? That's your left hand. All right. And which one is this one? Now you're pointing at your own nose, sir. Okay. So we've got nose. That one is gavel. This one is left hand. <laughs> uh, no, I believe you've got them a little mixed up. You, uh, you pointed at the gavel and said nose. All right. And then you touched the papers and said left hand. All right. Which one is that one? Okay, you're touching the papers. All right, that's the papers. Yes. So we've got to get that for sure. Your Honor, if you don't mind, we need to resolve this case. We've got to get the case, yeah. We're both really busy people in the music industry. Judge, you're pointing at the back wall. That's the back wall. That's not the case. That's the nose? No, 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 Judge. The nose. The nose is what you're... It's what I'm pointing to right now. This is the nose. All right, well, that one is going to be out of the case. What? We're not going to have the nose. All right, so you put down the gavel. That's not the case. Wait, is this about our case, or is this about... Order! Order in the nose. Okay. <laughs> All right, Judge Erlander, the new we got another case here. Okay, let's have it. Let's ha- have a get go. Um, my name is Angelina Jones Pickering. I would like to tell you today about a problem that I had with a man who stole my museum. I'm ready to rule. You lost the case. What? The baby goes to you. A baby? Yes. Ha, she has to take my baby? Oh, fuck you, Arnold. <laughs> yes. Ha ha, you gotta take my baby and raise it. And that's gotta be your welcome to you. All rise for the Honorable Judge Erlander. He left the court and now he's back. That's right. Hello, and also welcoming for everyone. All right, Judge, my name's Don Tent, and I gotta tell you, I think this case is gonna be a little complicated. It is an extremely complex contractual issue. Your Honor, absolutely not. The contract was written on a napkin in a bar after four... It's written on a what? A napkin in a bar. It's written on a, a napkin? Yes. So they wrote a contract on a fish. Wait, no, a, a napkin's no. like a thing in a bar. You, you wipe your face with it, you put a drink on it. No, napkins are very fast fish. No. It's delicious with a cream sauce. Or a little bit of lemon. Fish with a cream sauce? Or a bit of lemon. You can just look at uh, the original napkin contract and her more complicated... Ah, this is written on a Karklanden. What's that? It's written on a Karklanden for your drink. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a napkin. No, that's a fish. Stop on- the proceedings. <laughs> What's going on? It's me, Fjord Bieslander, the famous lawyer. Oh, Fjord Bieslander? My God, he has a sword. That's right. The sword of justice. That's right. I'm here to defend my client. Wait, I was to understand we could not have lawyers for the actual TV recording. No, no, it's Scandinavian rules. And you can have one as long as he's got a big sword. Well, I've got a big sword. Look at that. Can you see it? That's right. So, go over to the sword, please. All right, I'm at the sword. I guess I'm at the sword, too. All right. Whoever can pull it out, you're the, you're the one. Well, it's just sort of on the ground there. Just pull it out. All right, I... Uh, no, pull it out. I picked it up. No, pull it out. Your Honor, I object. He's not pulling it out. I know, you're right. I, how do I, what do I pull it out of? It's just on the ground. Pull it out. Pull it out. <laughs> so we can know who won the case. That's right. We've got to know. All right, I've got a cell phone. I can pull that out of my pocket. Ah! All right, he's lost the case. Yes. What? No. <laughs> Sorry to yes. be the judge. This is an extremely complex contractual issue. No, you're absolutely right. You know the rules. Thank you so much. And you do too. All right, <laughs> you too. Here's the thing. I'm another guy. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the fourth. It's, yeah, it's, the third. it's me, the fourth king of, jo- of law. Oh, the fourth king of law. And that means I'm the most current one and here to rule about it. Oh, Her- no. Harold Hammerskalder. Hammered Hammerskalder? 
Rome's ruling will overshow us all. Hey, you all stop this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a perhaps a Cockney street horseman. No, no, I'm going. <laughs> Is that not right? <laughs> no, wait. I'm gonna do this. No. Wait, I hear someone coming. Who could it be? Who's that coming? It's me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> has been the cigarette sandwich sketch podcast for this week thank you so much for listening uh we absolutely do really appreciate it i of course am case blackwell but in front of me andy bullduck at andy underscore bullduck on twitter and instagram all right cutting that cutting that (laughs) no (laughs) i need the likes and diagonally it's bill stern at dollar bill stern on all social media and to Case's immediate right, it's me, Claire Favret. And uh, once again, I'm Case Blackwell at footslave.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but of course, uh, we want to give a huge thank to our guest who is still here with us. Thank you so much, John. Huge honor to be uh, make doing bits with my friends. Bill is showing me that there is a Footslave Instagram account, so uh, <laughs> go ahead and follow it. It's private, so they're going to have to approve you if you try to follow them. Uh, guys, thanks again to John. John, what's your uh, where are you at on social media? Um, I am at uh, Jonathan Madison on Instagram. There's no H in John, so that's that. It's J O N. Guys, if you're coming to us uh, from uh, from Star Kid fandom, go back to episode three and listen to our Harry freaking Potter sketch. You know, come on, Hell one yes, for the people. Bitch. Uh, and if you made it all the way through and you are a fan of John, then uh, thank you for dealing with whatever it is that you heard. Uh, have a great rest of your week. Yeah! Angel!